I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I take a drag of the square. I feel anxious, speak dangerous. As the verbal appears, it's reflecting my perspective. Bill goggles and fear, role model, so hollow. Shadow adolescence and the gaggle of them bitches. Road to the riches, still paid with the ditches. Get caught in the hype. Your career is for a night. I ain't these other niggas, cause these niggas is fake. They ain't popping shots, these niggas is Papa Doc. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, it's been, uh, you know, a little over 24 hours since we last talked to you guys. Mm-hmm. But we are back for the last day of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, everybody, um, you know, buckle in. It's going to be a fast one. It's just me and Karen. Just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and all that stuff. Um if you stole somebody's iPod or whatever, it's the Blackout Tips. And you can go to the website, theblackouttips.com, and uh, do all kinds of crazy stuff there. Become a premium subscriber if you feel like it. It helps the show out tremendously. Uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. If you leave a five-star review, we promise to read it on the show regardless of content. Yep, yep. Um, so if even if you hate the show, leave a five-star review. We'll still, we'll still read it. <clears throat> it's the only way to guarantee it gets read on the show. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And uh don't forget you can find us on Twitter. I'm Ryder Miss Prime. I am say that again. That as in D A T. The show Twitter is T B G W T. Um we're on all kinds of other social media, Facebook, Google Plus, all that stuff. Just put in the blackout tips on Tumblr, all that. And uh we'll come up. Yes, um, sir. <clears throat> It's a great way to keep up with what's going on with the show and all that stuff. Yeah, because we know we do a lot of shit, so, you know, that's the best way to find us. Yeah, we post videos and pictures and stuff on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to get involved in the community there. There's some pretty funny people, good conversations and stuff. It is. And, uh, you know, you just never know what's going to be over there. Mm-mm. I'm even surprised. <laughs> and today's podcast is sponsored. It's brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. That's right. Shadow Dog Productions has audio play packs uh, that feature Karen and I and some other people that uh, you guys might know that have been on the show before. Uh, you can get four audio plays for just $2. Can't beat that. $2, guys. There's nothing cheaper than that. Uh, That's 50 cents a show, ain't it? Yeah, 50 cents a show. Um, and uh, you never, they've never been cheaper. Swing over to shadowdogproductions.com slash apac.html. And find out how you can get four individual audio plays for less than a Starbucks drink. True. Come, the the two packs are Ratchet and Ignorant. I say you go over and get both. Ah, of them. me too. Only cost you four dollars to get all those audio plays. You can get all eight and uh, help support the show and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. we appreciate it. And we have fun recording with uh, Dexter. And uh, I believe you can hear it when you hear the uh, hear us uh, hear the recordings and hear us uh, act. You know, do some acting. Yes, we're professional voice actors. Flex our chops, as they would say. <laughs> um, you know, I saw the other day Randolph Terrence was saying something about uh, people whose names, people who are named like Jeff, but they spell it G-E-O-F-F. Mm-hmm. And how those people are all terrible people. Duh! And, uh, you know, for the most part, that has been true I, in my life. Yes. Um, Never met a Jeff that spelled it G-E-O-F-F that was cool. Me either. But I was thinking that's not really fair because nobody picks their own name. That is true, too. So people who spell Jeff 
g-e-o-f-f make horrible parents that's what that that's what that's what that means <laughs> if you're the kind of asshole that goes i'm not gonna name my kid jeff i mean i'm gonna name him jeff but i'm gonna spell it funny you're an asshole and you're gonna fuck your kid up yes you are and everybody's gonna know that kid when he grows up and go that kid's terrible that's a terrible name with that funny spelled name Mm-hmm. so that's a little warning for everybody out there you know out there contemplating name your kid some some weird fucked up spelling of jeff don't do it all right, let's get into the news. Stacy Dash uh, uh, makes her uh, appearance on Outnumbered on Fox News. Mm-hmm. We all know that everybody's been anticipating this, you know, to see what mm-hmm. she has to say about, um, you know, about us black people. I don't. Everybody's really worried about it. Remember what your career aspirations were at 12 or 13 years old? Well, in South Carolina, education administrators are bringing in specialized counselors to offer career advice to eighth graders. The goal? To set middle, school, middle schoolers up with a career high path for high school. Officials say it's never too soon to think about careers because of the competitiveness in the workplace. But critics say eighth grade is too early, too young. I now, know did you know what you wanted to do at 13, 14? Absolutely. <laughs> So she struggled a little bit out the gate with the teleprompter, you yeah. know. Um may have been nervous. Yeah, you know, um they you know, they were trying to pick on her and say that, you know, she's doing really bad. But, you know, in that little clip I thought she just fucked up a little bit, you know, and she didn't say anything bad about black people yet. Not yet. And these shows honestly are like softball. I mean, how can you fuck this up anyway? True. You know, it's like, because then they always go on to have a conversation. Like, look at this shit. <laughs> I was this height with this voice when I was 13. So I, I kind of, either I was going to do the news, or maybe I could have been the announcer at like a local airport or something like that. But I knew I'd use my voice. Supermodel. And I knew you knew too, didn't you? Yeah, Stacey? I knew what I wanted to do. But I also think it's important because, you know, we're being, young people are being bombarded with so much, you know, socially about how they should dress, what they should think, you know, social media. What's wrong with them being guided in what they should do as a career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, more I, information. Yeah, I, I more just hate the format. I thought she was going to be like a Fox News correspondent and they were going to like cut to her whenever it was like, Negroes are acting up. Stacey, come tell us what uh, what's wrong with black people. Yes. Like, if this is what she's going to do, I don't care. And she'll learn to read a teleprompter, you know. Mm-hmm. She was never a great actress. Detroit unveiled a is unveiling a RoboCop statue today. It's a little misleading because it was a Kickstarter program. Yeah, they've been raising money for a while, ain't they? Mm-hmm. And they built the RoboCop statue, and they're gonna put it in Detroit. Now I'm assuming it'll be vandalized in seconds. Of course, because now Detroit has more RoboCops than cop cops. Yes, they do. Take the cops six hours to get there to the RoboCop. But, uh, yeah, man, I just thought that was cool, man. I mean, might as well embrace something, man. You're in Detroit. It's not a lot going for you. You get the RoboCop statue up, you know, maybe that'll be cool, you know, before they spray paint it. Yeah. No, that's coming. They should have paid him to fight real crime. Right, right. How much extra would it have? Because they raised sixty-seven thousand dollars. Like, how much more would it cost to just make a RoboCop? Uh, true. You know, like I feel like they must have almost been there, and they had to make that decision. Like, we could do it a statue, or 
we could just make a robocop cop and go around killing people and shit because yes. that, that would save the uh the city of detroit a lot of money yeah so um but yeah i just thought that was interesting uh a man in a gorilla suit got shot with a tr- tranquilizer dart at the zoo good good <laughs> your ass at a zoo with a gorilla suit they watch animals and you look like one so they shot your ass if you, for whatever reason, think it's a good idea to run around in a gorilla costume, let this be a tale of warning. Earlier this week, a veterinarian at a zoo in Spain reportedly shot an employee dressed in an ape suit. Damn right, cause <laughs> damn right. I'm I'm a doctor. I'm trying to do shit. I look up and you look like a gorilla coming at me. I'm gonna t- shoot your ass too. Yeah. Wonder how real the suit was. You know, it don't even matter. Like, it was just- it one of those 1960 Planet of the Apes suit that. And he just shot him anyway. Like, fuck it. Yeah, and this is one of those things where it wouldn't even matter. I We work around wild animals, and animals are animals. Animals be animals. Animals do shit that attack. <laughs> you know, you don't know what kind of traumatizing shit that veterinarian has been through in the past. And he was like, oh, I'll get you for you, get me. And that's when it, and you're probably going to read it. Oh, we was playing a prank. Prank that. Pop, pop your ass with this, with this dart. Yeah, and what is the employee's job? Not to like, do that. Your employee. I mean, well, we don't know what is, we don't know that his job isn't to do that. But I'm just saying, what is his job if he has to go there and put on a gorilla suit and run around the park? You know, that's true. Well, it's not to scare people. A veterinarian at Laurel Park, a zoo, a marine park in Tenerife, Spain, with a disturbing history of animal welfare violations, shot another park employee who was dressed up in a gorilla costume with a tranquilizer. The keeper who was shot was practicing in a practice drill to simulate the escape of a captive gorilla from one of the enclosures. Now, why would you run this drill? And not tell nobody. Yeah. But y'all have a gorilla alarm? Like, you just do that? I mean, something, something, you know, something like, hey, can they even do that at your job? At your job, they were like, look, between, you know, 7 a.m. and 8 a.m., we're going to do a practice drill. You ain't got to leave the building. We let you know in advance. Could they be like, hey, between, you know, 9 or 10, we're going to run the fake gorilla drill. And why do you need, everybody know. Why do you need the costume? Ain't that the truth. Couldn't you just be like, hey, Mark's a gorilla from 8 to 9 o'clock, okay? Ah, don't pay him no attention. Yeah, if anything, you're going to get a gorilla that's in cages, hope. The one that didn't get free? Yeah, they're like, how? what did he do to get out? The employee was running around the park mimicking an escaped gorilla when the veterinarian spotted him and apparently uninformed about the drill, shot him in the leg with a tranquilizer dose meant to take down a 400-pound gorilla. Mm -hmm. The employee had an allergic reaction to the dose and was taken to the hospital. He is in serious condition. Uh, Translation of a report on the incident reads, the vet who was hired at Lower Park two months ago was supposed to stop the escape gorilla. The accident occurred during a police simulation of what would happen if a monkey were to escape the park. Drills like this are standard procedure at many shoes, as many zoos. At some U.S. zoos, they are certified by the Association of Zoos and Aquaria. All employees carry out various drills for animal escapes or disaster situations several times a year, though never has the escaped animal actually been shot. Yeah, you definitely don't want to miss that email. You, you sure don't. And if nothing else, not only do you not want to miss the email, you want to go around and tell everybody on that day, hey, hey, just so everybody know, the drill today. In case you missed the email, right. it's today. Might want to call a conference call or something. Yeah, have a group meeting. Yeah. Say it over the PA system. Something. Maybe, he, maybe he was 15 minutes late to work and he just missed it. Mm-hmm. He was like, I didn't know about this. Oh, shit, a gorilla. Yep, just kill somebody. 
um so yeah another lack of safety precaution that parks like this even worse this isn't the first time that Laurel park has been the site of a horrific accident involving a park employee oh shit on christmas eve of 2009 an orchid world named keto who was born at SeaWorld orlando uh-oh one of tillicon's kids yeah Tillicons right kids. yes uh at, attacked and killed a trainer 29 year old alex martinez during the training session you probably seen that on video yeah that makes sense um yeah you can't be taking them sea world mm-hmm. uh blackfish they will fuck your ass up i know i wonder do they got a drill for that shit yeah well gorilla drill gone wrong terribly wrong get your damn hands off of me you damn dirty ape yes speaking of damn dirty apes oh uh we had some racism today karen no racism and by the end of the day well, it was not even the end of the day this woman became an internet superstar uh apparently her name is uh janelle ambrosia and uh you're gonna see why she's uh popular someone sent this to me this morning it didn't have that many hits now it's over a million Woo. uh but uh this is an incident that her- occurred outside of a dollar tree oh no a general dollar sorry Huge distinction. General Dollar. I have her on tape calling me racist comments, called me a nigger in front of her kids. They scared my children. This is the one, this is the person that's talking is the man holding a phone that is filming this. Um, apparently this happened in Cheektawaga, New York. And he starts off by saying, hey, this woman called me a nigger. And she said, he scared my children. She didn't deny calling him a nigger, though. Mm-mm. Well, it's cameras out here. And uh, we'll see. Because uh, we'll, we'll definitely be following charges. Please call the cops. Please, Thank you. Yeah. Please. Yeah, now, she's at first is saying, like, she's going to call the police. And he's like, go ahead. Uh, which is funny because it says a lot about profiling and, and how we view the police, how we how the police view black people. Mm-hmm. The fact that someone might do something racist or ridiculous and then go, I'm going to call the cops on you. Yep. For not, for just not kissing my ass. Like, what did he do wrong? Yep. You know? And a lot of times they'll come and arrest you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't have been surprised. Got everything on tape. Your voice too. Calling me a nigger. If that's how you feel. You might as well go take care of your kids. Don't worry about me. I know where my kids are. Okay, good. Don't talk. I'm bringing your father down here. Please do. Now, that is masterful trolling that he's doing because one of the things he's doing is he doesn't have her on tape calling him any racial slurs, right? He did, he started filming after this alleged incident took place. But he keeps repeating it, which I think passive-aggressively is egging her on. You know, like mm-hmm. making her want to repeat what she said. It's making her angry again. He's trying to get her to say it again, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the low, what I like is one, Nas halftime star playing. Yeah, it did. Um, recognize that song. Uh, but when she says, I'm calling your daddy to her son, the boy starts dancing and goes, Daddy! <laughs> Listen in the background, you can hear it. Just don't worry about me. I know where my kids are. Okay, good. Don't touch. I'm bringing your father down here. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I don't want to broke out in the dance, daddy. Kids don't know. They don't care. He's just happy to see his dad. Yeah, daddy coming cool, mama. Yeah, his dad probably a nice guy too. I know. Only kids with good daddies get excited like that. If my mom said, I'm calling your daddy down here, I'd be like, what did I do wrong? Ain't that the truth? But apparently she says, and this kid goes, daddy. <laughs> yeah, daddy, daddy's a good thing. Yeah, he says, my daddy's tough. He's tougher than you to the guy in the truck. I just, I'm like, okay, these kids, kids are crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when your kids ain't never seen you get your ass whooped. You know, they, everybody's daddy is the toughest. Yes, they are. And they, okay, buddy. Kids mind. Mm-hmm. He don't like black people either. Uh, now you heard that. No, she okay, didn't. Buddy. Mm-hmm, you heard that she dropped it. He don't like black people either. I guess now I'm guessing she's talking about her husband or her son. I can't tell, but uh, keep in mind, people are walking by the entire time. White people, nobody cares. It's okay, buddy. He don't like black people either. Oh, that's good. Still messing in her phone. I guess trying to get him on the phone. Racism alive and well. Amazing. I feel bad for the kids because the kids are bored to shit. And oblivious. They're like, why are we out here? Why can't we go to daddy? They just want to get in the Dollar General, get their uh, U.S. agent men. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Yeah, they go bots and get the fuck out of there. They they just want to do that. Now they stand and outside mommy, being bored to death. Yeah. And you know what? And you know why they're not even going crazy or tripping out? Because they know what kind of mommy they have. Yeah. My, she like, probably does this, this a lot. Yeah, they're like, uh, mommy's having one of her episodes. Racism alive and well. Amazing. Really? You call me a nigger and I just supposed to sit back, huh? You call me a nigger, I just supposed to She said, sure did, you scared the shit out of my kids. Now she's talking about when he started his car. Now I don't know what kind of engine he got, but I mean, you can listen to it. It's not like you hear the engine right now, like how it, what could have been that fucking scary about starting your car? That's the truth. To sit back. By starting my car. By starting my car. Amazing. Oh, fucking wow. He's keeping his demeanor and trolling so good. Mm-hmm. Keeping it 110. Yeah, keeping his 100. I mean, he's just keeping it calm, you know, like mm-hmm. he's not yelling at her. He's mm-hmm. not calling her any names. Nope. Like, and that's just kind of important if you're going to put this shit on the internet because the second you do anything to come to bad guy, people are going to be like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Wow, you got your kids cursing at me too, huh? Don't talk to my kids. Wow, this is amazing. Do not talk to my kids. Okay. Hello? Talk to this fucking nigga You're not- right now. I am telling No, she didn't. Yeah, she has her. This is her man on the phone now. He finally answered, I'm assuming. 
probably just i don't know came six inches out of some chick on the side who knows but uh he finally picked up the phone was like what do you want who knows he probably at work busy doing daddy shit yeah you gotta call dan i'm like oh fuck what does she want now wow yeah imagine getting this call yeah yeah baby uh what's going on not call this nigga right oh well hello uh what is going on now baby is is everything okay yeah she just she's just racist this fucking nigga right now I am telling you, he's video recorded me. He scared the shit out of Anthony. He sat in the car. He wanted to run his mouth talking about BB and his nasty mother. Fucking say really? something. Really? I said that. He's got me on videotape, and I'm still flipping the fuck out. You know what's crazy is you only have him on phone. If this dude was some type of violent sociopath or some shit, the phone wouldn't save you. Mm-mm. He also wouldn't be recording this. He just knock you out and get the fuck out of there. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's clearly the aggressor in this situation. Yes, she is. She could have just walked inside with her kids and, and ended the whole situation. Yeah, calling this dude on the phone. You know, he don't want to come down there and deal with any of this shit. Mm-mm. And why she calling him? Why did she call the cops? Right. Well, she's because she's wrong. Is why she didn't call the cops. About BB and his nasty mother, fucking say really? something. Really? I now. said that. He's got me on videotape, and I'm still flipping the fuck out. You called me a nigger. Go I, ahead. I called you a nigger. You're a nigger, nasty fucking nigger. Okay. You might want to get because your... he's a fucking loser. That's why he thinks. Now she's talking on the phone at the same time. I guarantee you, this dude's like, "Why are you calling him that?" Yes. Like, what are you doing right now? Because he's a fucking loser right now. He's like. Why are you so mad? He's gonna get something out of that. Oh no one! I don't. I don't. I don't sue people. Oh, he knows the cops. How many cops have I stripped for? You ain't getting fired, bitch. Okay. He didn't say she's so mad. He didn't even say anything about knowing the cops. Nope. He just she said, is making up shit because she's mad. Yeah, he said I don't sue people. She go, oh, you know the cops? Well, how many cops have I stripped for? Now listen, far be it from me to judge anyone's line of profession, but. She doesn't seem like she would be the most high in demand stripper. I'll say mm-hmm. that much. Now, I don't know how they get down in Cheek Tawaga, New York. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's Slim Pickens and she's the cream of the crop. But, you know, uh, I would take the extra drive, you know, the extra hour to a major metropolitan, metropolitan area to get, uh, my strip services rendered because, uh, I would not want to come to her. Yeah, and I guarantee you. And that's this, before finding out she's racist. Yeah, and I guarantee you this is not the first time she's done this. This is probably the first time somebody took time to record her. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you this is not the first time she showed her ass in, in public like this. Yep. Kids just sitting there like, damn, mama. Yeah, because they, dad, this is normal to them. Like, mm-hmm. kids, kids, no parents. But yeah, she was that mad. She was just like, I, <laughs> she, she literally was just like, oh, you know the cops, how many cops have I stripped for? Hmm, think about it. Yeah, and maybe I, strip search. She looks like she's been arrested a few times. That and the fact that I don't know who her husband is, but I know he is like, bitch. He don't want to come down there. You can no. hear. It. You can hear. I can feel in his side of the conversation from her reactions. He's just like, but baby, please. No, but why are you doing, baby? Can't you just go inside the Dollar General? Nigger, you're a nigger, nasty fucking nigger. Okay. You might want to get because your... he's a fucking loser. That's why he thinks he's gonna get something out of it. Oh no, one. I don't. I don't. I don't sue people. Oh, he knows the cops. How many cops have I stripped for? You ain't getting fired, bitch. Okay. Tell him, dude. You will fucking kill him. Don't okay. even fuck. Tell him, dude. You will fucking kill him. So, 
her husband or boyfriend or whatever who is not on speakerphone no how, how okay what is a hand on the phone <laughs> let me talk to him hey man i'll fucking kill you oh sorry sir i had no idea i i rails my engine a little quieter next time i show sure will i just saw shoes out of here instead of getting in my car <laughs> the fuck is he gonna do on the phone nothing I'm telling you right now. That's very, very good. I will fucking yank his ass out of the car. Please do. I don't know. What? Because he wants to put it on YouTube, try and act hard because I... Yeah, see, her husband's asking the pertinent questions. Yes. He's like, look, now we might be some racist motherfuckers, but what I don't need to be is the most famous racist motherfucker in America. Can you calm the fuck down? Why is he recording this? You know, he's asking all those questions. You're calling him a nigger on camera now? What are you doing? Mm Mm-hmm called him a racist because he's a racist ignorant nigger irony explosion mm-hmm. racist ignorant nigger <laughs> what is that mm-hmm. that's beautiful that's yes that is that's the top of the line racism good god kudos to you lady you are amazing yes Mwah. put it on youtube try and act hard because i called him a racist because he's a racist ignorant nigger said with no sense of irony at all because he's a racist ignorant nigger duh <laughs> you don't understand yeah what's your problem <laughs> tell him what he's a racist fucking nigger he was like why don't you just tell him um How you, you apologize really <laughs> and you're sorry tell him what that he's a nigger that's not what i'm saying honey, you guarantee- yeah whoever's just- on the other side of that phone is probably speaking real reasonable to her but she's mm-hmm. not trying to hear that because that's the thing when you get that call you're dreading that call why because you know what kind of woman you had those babies with yes you know about that stripper drama like this dude is calm as shit because he's like another episode of stripper drama here we go like he's not all i'm about to kill his ass tell him i wait for me and shit he's like he's on the phone like baby you just tell him that you know it's a misunderstanding to go inside tell him what that he's a nigger oh come on now come on now i can't get off you know i can't get off to 12 30 <laughs> you called me yesterday i had to leave early because you got into it with the gardener now you know i can't come home every day and tell him what he's a racist fucking nigger all right, you're done. My lawyer's involved. Good. You're in front of the Dollar General. Come on now. Your lawyer is involved? What? You didn't call the fucking cops. There's no written incident of this. How's a lawyer going to get involved? You're in front of the Dollar General. Not Macy's. Like, the only retainer you have is on your kid's mouth, Maybe. There's no fucking way you got the law, you got the lawyer on retainer ready to handle all your lawsuit business at the drop of a hat when you're calling people nigger on camera in front of Dollar General. Come on now. Like who the fuck are you about to call? <laughs> Amazing. Thanks. Stay here. My husband's coming. Okay, sure. He said her, her son set her coffee on top of the trash can, though. <laughs> he was like, fuck this, mommy. You know I what? got other shit to do. You know what? Maybe you should switch to decaf, ma'am. 
Yeah. Like maybe this is a little too much for you. No sugars, no creams. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, she don't want it black, Karen. Oh, we, my we bad, know, my bad. We know, that, we know that much. You don't want to sip in that black coffee. This racist, ignorant nigger coffee. <laughs> I don't want no black coffee. Why she have that kind of voice, too? Because mm-hmm. you're a nigger. Huh, <laughs> nigger? You racist, ignorant nigger, nigger. I told him your comment. You're whooping his fucking ass. Get! I know he is. Her husband's like, I'm not coming. You know he's I'm like. Not, I don't want to get in the fight, baby. You know I got two strikes. You know I got two strikes. Mm-hmm. Fight, fucking with your ex boyfriend. What are you doing? She's like, you're you're coming and you're whooping his ass. Now, now, I'm supposed to be afraid of this dude, who apparently is such a bitch. You're telling him what to do. Come on now. You're gonna come down here and you're gonna whoop his ass, but honey, the game's on. Now, here's an excellent time to start thinking about the anonymity of your children. That's right. You know, which is also kind of funny because you wouldn't be on camera at all if not for this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the added uh, Twitter hypocrisy element of this, which is motherfuckers that get mad every day about not getting credit or people putting people's information on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody cares when it's a racist <laughs> People's like, fuck them kids and fuck this lady. I'm spreading this video around. Yes. Two million you hits. Took your ass on in the Dollar General, Dollar Tree, <laughs> whatever the fuck you was at, lady. Normally, they be like, you know, shouldn't Gawker have to ask the lady to publish it with her permission? Nope. Not today. Nobody gives a fuck about her and her online presence. And if she gets bullied or not, because she's a racist. Yep. So fuck her and fuck them kids. That's what, it, that's what people do. <laughs> people petty as shit, man. Oh, they only had them rules when they like you, man. Yep. And when they don't, they go, fuck you. I'm going to whip my coffee at him. Go ahead. Not stop now, this is smooth, right? She says, I'm going to throw my coffee at, like, at him in this truck. He said, go ahead. But then he rolled his window up. That's right. <laughs> throw it if you want to, bitch. <laughs> now, you can't really hear it now. I think, I don't think he rolls the window down for the rest of the thing. And then I think she walks in, so... You can still kind of barely hear her through the window. She's she's on the phone talking loud, but, you know, obviously not about to do shit. No. What? Yeah, she said, what? Put it on fucking YouTube. She yelled at him. Her kids are just looking like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. I just want candy. I know, mommy. You promised me M&M's. What the fuck? We ain't getting no candy now. I can no, tell. you about to turn around and take us home because you mad. Mm-hmm. We just got to the door. Did she call him nigger one more time? Yeah, and you now listen, you can tell, cause as a man, as a man with a wife, you can tell he is, her husband is on the phone spitting pure logic because he's like, what happened? She's like, oh, he wants to call me a bad mother. So, yeah, I called him a nigger. But, you you know, we don't talk like that. You shouldn't talk like that around the kids. No, fuck that. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Like he like this dude is just like, man, why did I marry this stripper? I, what was I thinking? Of course. Yep. What he said, what happened? She said he scared the kids with his car. 
so he wants to talk to me about being a bad fucking mother <laughs> by the way all this in front of their kids um <laughs> so i called him a fucking nigger oh well and that and he's heard that that husband has heard that oh well so many times he knows that's the end of the discussion ain't gonna be no logic after that oh well he's like oh well well all right well i gotta get back to work the guys are calling me <laughs> Racism is alive and well, I tell you. Say so he's recording the window. He's record, recording everything with his window up like a fucking pussy. Like, yeah, let me roll my window down so you can throw the coffee on me, stupid. Let me let me help you out. Help you assault me. Come on now. Alive and well. She calling him. If it Amazing. was this big, mm-hmm. why didn't you dial fucking 911? If this situation was that big and bother you that bad, and you talking about lawyers? Why, why would a lawyer even take this fucking case if you didn't call nine one one? There's no written incident. There's probably no cameras on the outside of this Dollar Tree. The only camera is the camera he got shining at your ass. Yeah. So the racist stripper lady, uh, apparently very upset. Um, uh, uh she was ups- uh, upset at him being racist. Apparently, apparently so, because he's a uh, racist fucking nigger. Uh, so she actually got um, she uh, they had a a Twitter profile. Apparently, they said it's her. I don't even believe it's her. Honestly, I think people are so like rushing to like be angry and shit that they they all said they went and found her and she like only had a couple followers. And she, I was like, this all seems bad. Like, you know, like it's so easy to galvanize the anger machine on Twitter and mm-hmm. it's very easy to uh, manipulate it as well. So I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of this shit ends up happening where people get uh, manipulated. Someone started a Facebook page that has 75, I mean, 7,500 likes uh, called Janelle Ambrosia is a racist. Oh, like I, I said, even know her name. Yeah. Like I said, it, if motherfuckers do not like you nobody's coming to the defense of people shouldn't be using your pictures. People shouldn't be talking about your kids. No, they sure don't. People, you know, nobody gives a fuck about that shit. Um, you know, so they're making memes. They're, you know, uh, taking pictures, you know, eventually they blurred out the face of the kids, but at first it wasn't this morning. Um, you know, uh, they, they they pull up her arrest record. Apparently, she's been arrested for a DWI at one point. That's public information, so they got your name. They just go Google it. Yeah, like they are putting her shit on blast. Like, just nobody gives a fuck. Um, you know, uh, people, yeah, people are, took her Facebook page and shit like that. Um, <laughs> all this stuff. Um, and you know, there is this idea, well, what did she do before? What did the guy do before the start of recording? Which I think is a valid question. And the question is, we'll never know. We just know what she said. Well, that's right. After that. And like, what the fuck could a person do to get you to, to that point anyway? That is a valid question. You know, but I mean, if he just, if she said, he, I mean, she repeats several times. He just scared her kids. You know, then she, she changed it to, he almost hit my kids with the car. It's like, come on. He, the car was in park. What are you talking about? <laughs> it looked like, look like it's been in park. Yeah. He, he start, started he the was, engine and your yeah, kids jumped and he you was went start, off. <laughs> he was starting his car, not pulling into the space. 
so of course um now that she's internet famous she gets to be on the radio of course 93.7 fm they need to interview her karen gotta know get to the bottom of nigger just want to let you know that uh, this is being recorded and uh just wanted to give you an opportunity to uh you know tell your side of the story there's two sides to every story and what we have better recording equipment than this radio station yes why does it sound like that it's like an echo and shit there's yeah the tunnel cup yeah what kind of radio station is this anyway there's two sides to every story you know by the way this is when you know you're setting somebody up on the radio uh we just think you're a reasonable person and now that cooler heads have prevailed, we just want you to give your side of the story. Uh, we saw the video and we know that that can be manipulated. So give us your side of the story, uh, and, uh, keep it rolling. Everybody focus on her. Can we get the volume up on her mic? Yeah. Just keep, just tell us the honest truth and, uh, we're not going to judge. You know, what we see in the video is what we see in the video. Um, but, of course. You're, but you're claiming that there's, uh, there's something that transpired prior to everything being. He almost hit my son. He, he almost hit your son with the, with his car? Yeah. And my son said something. I said, I'm sorry, Anthony. Some people are just ignorant. And then that guy goes, Oh, really? And called me. I don't know what he called me. And I was like, Yeah. I was like, You almost hit my son with your car. Okay. Then he called me a crack headed cracker. But, uh, a crack-headed cracker. That's new. She didn't bring this up at all. She was mad when she was saying as much stuff about him as she could mm, think, think of. I think she said he called her an unfit mother or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she said he, said he called her a bad mother. Now she said he called her a crack-headed cracker. Yeah, and also she was saying, you scared my son because you started your engine. It went yeah. from that to now you almost hit my child. Right. Well, let me ask you. Let me let me just clear the, uh, the air here and, and ask you. I'm not a racist. Of course not. Hmm. Of course not. I mean, did that, that's weird. Did that even cross your mind that she might be a racist, Karen? Of course not. They didn't, in fact, they didn't even ask her that yet. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. This lady is not a racist. We'll be back. <laughs> She came in out of nowhere with that one. Yes. I'm not a racist. Uh, well, let me ask you. Let me let me just clear the uh, the air here and and ask you. I'm not a racist. Well, that, I have that, a black cousin. I'm not a racist. I have a black cousin. What they got to do with anything? Does that explain why your kid's hair is so curly? Hmm? Ah! Yeah, that's what that's what I wanted to ask you. Are are you? I mean, do you have something against black people? No, I don't. Because I'm, I'm. This is mind blowing. Call, call me, uh, Auburn Montel, because <laughs> my mind, my mind is officially blown right now. And this is the thing that I constantly say: it's the same thing about sexism and homophobia. What the fuck do you have to do to qualify to be a goddamn racist, sexist, true. misogynist, homophobic person? What do you have to do? Because people that do the most blatantly fucked up things still run from the term. Mm-hmm. She can call this man a nigger seven ways to Sunday. And somehow she doesn't have a racist bone in her body, in her opinion. 
it's amazing the disconnect in the human psyche that that that, that like lets you do stuff that is just fucked up and over the line but then pull back like but oh whoa, whoa now don't be calling me the r word that's the real racist it's the real racism well i wanted to ask you are are you i mean do you have something against black people no i don't because I'm, I'm wondering how the how the term like nigger even came up. He just pissed me off. I'm bipolar, and quite frankly, if you look it up, nigger means an ignorant person. Okay. It is nothing. So if you're mm. bipolar, Karen, if you're bipolar, you can uh, do stuff like this. It's fine. It's not really racism. It's bipolarism. It's the uh. It 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 doesn't excuse that, and everybody I will always want to bring is an ignorant person. When they want to clear the fact that they're not racist. Yeah, if the racist stripper lady is bipolar, does that make it a mental health issue and not a racism issue? Hmm? It's racism and mental health. We're going to talk about two topics. You, you, yeah. You, you, you're sick and you're racist. You can be both. Yeah. I just want to know because all those people say that shit about uh, Elliot Roger. Yeah, and it's, a, and it's a lot of bipolar people out there that ain't calling folks niggas. Yeah. So I just want to know, like, is she off her meds? Because being bipolar doesn't mean you just get to be racist. I, no, it, it does not excuse it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all these people that were touting the mental health uh, shit in the Elliot Roger case is like, we can't even discuss misogyny. I mean, it's clearly mental health, and that's the only thing that matters. Uh, would they say that to black people now? Are you going to say that to me? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Let me ask JL Covan on Twitter right now. He, he should know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just funny to see people, you know, see a role with that because nobody wants to be labeled a racist, but people want to be racist. Just don't call them that. True. Thing to do with race. All right. But, but then, but it's- oh, yeah. And then the textbook definition of, yeah, well, nigger has nothing to do with race. Now, do I only call black people that? Especially when I'm mad, sure. Yeah, but it has do, nothing to do with race. Yeah, do you call your, your husband, boyfriend, your coworkers, yeah. you know, people you're around, family yeah. members, do you call them niggas when they make you angry too? Just coincidentally. Just coincidentally. Only black people are niggas, but, you know. And not to mention earlier, she brought up black people. Why do black people do this? Black, black, ignorant nigger and all this shit. And now she's backing off. It had nothing to do with race. Okay. I'm bipolar, and quite frankly, if you look it up, nigger means an ignorant person. Okay. It has nothing to do with race. All right, but, but then... But it's okay for him to call me a cracker and a honky, though. That's racist. No, that's not okay. It's not okay. Uh, but I, I do have to ask... Also, why is... If, if you calling him a nigger is not racist, why is him calling you a cracker racist? Don't that go both ways? Yeah, how does that only work one way? Because last time I checked, when you look in the dictionary, the cracker is is a delicious treat that I like to eat and crunch on and smear peanut butter across it. Right. Maybe, sometimes cheese. Maybe he calls everyone he's upset with crackers. Yeah, because I heard you say to him, um, they don't like black people either, referring to your kids. Oh, because my son was sitting there talking. He was yelling at him. You, you oh, what did he say? Good, good parenting? I was like, my son doesn't like you either. Cause no, you didn't say you. Mm-mm. You said black people. Why did you take this phone call, ma'am? Mm-mm. See, I, this is how you know she don't got a lawyer when she walked in that do- Dollar General. The lawyer would have said, "Do not take, do not answer this phone, and do not go on interviews." Yeah, you, 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 
you were talking to your significant other, be it your husband or boyfriend or whatever. Now, one time that you call 911, now one time that you get a documentation of this incident, but you're talking about you got a lawyer and he's on the phone. That man will never see a lawsuit from you, lady. Mm-hmm. You were just talking, think you're trying to scare somebody. And he was yelling at him. You, you mean, oh, what did he say? Good, good parenting. I was like, my son doesn't like you either. Yeah, well, you said your son doesn't like black people. Oh well, I don't even know what I thought. I was pissed off. You, you're pretty upset. Yeah, that, yeah. that. Oh well, I told you, Karen. That's a move. Yeah, now we got amnesia. We don't remember a goddamn thing we said in that video. Now, huh? Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't remember none of the incident. None of it. Well, you know this. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we live in uh, the, the... I like that the call letters for this station is WBLK. <laughs> w Black. Yeah, why did she pick up this phone call? Come on. Hey, it's us from uh, W Black, WBLK. Uh, we're about to call in right now. Um, uh, would you uh, like to go live with us? We'd like to interview you about the situation. Sure, I'd like to talk to you guys. All right, cool. Don't touch that dial. It's got jam on it. We're the number one station that's giving you the funk that you need in your trunk. Yes. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Honey child, it's W Black, WBLK niggas. <laughs> so we're back with 93.7 uh, FM. Yeah, but we're back with uh, Janelle uh, uh, Broja. Uh, go ahead and uh, tell us what, what, what's going on. Uh, we just want to talk to you and be unbiased about this. And uh, hold on one second. We got weather on the sevens. It's weather on the sevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five, four, three, two, one, base. Yes. <laughs> and now we're back. Right. <laughs> Coming up after the break, Soldier Boy. And uh after that we're gonna <laughs> play a little bit of play a little bit of public enemy. Uh, yes, then I then feels the, appropriate. Yes, then after that, just like uh this woman said she was gonna beat that nigga, we got some Chris Brown for you folks. <laughs> yeah. Those those of you guys that are into beating niggas. Uh We'll have Chris Brown after the break, <laughs> followed by Dead Press. Yes. But, uh, go ahead, Janelle. Uh, finish what you were saying. We're, we're all listening. We're all ears. Ears, big noses, and big lips. Go ahead. <laughs> Unfortunately, we live in uh, the, the age of, uh, you know, uh, uh, people have cell phones, and they tape things and put them on YouTube and things. Yeah, go- I'm all over the place, and all my ex wants to try and take my kids. So this has been a very fucking great day for me. <laughs> she can cuss on this radio station? What? Y'all ain't got a delay? What? What's going on with the black station I, in uh, I, I Chica think- Tawawa or whatever the fuck we're at? <laughs> I think we got the unedited version. I guarantee oh. you when they played this on the air, oh. they probably beat beat what she said like out like you know when they play it on air mm. but we this part is part of the uncut version oh okay uh, oh hold on we got a traffic jam going on janelle we got to get to the traffic <laughs> jam real quick uh let's go to uh my man uh slick b with the traffic <laughs> <laughs> well it looks like we have a traffic jam oh jam <laughs> for me yes and you're gonna be stuck in this traffic jam to eight fifteen. so call your boss now and tell him you're gonna be late mm-hmm <laughs> now back to you. Ubin, things yeah, were... I'm all over the place, and now my ex wants to try and take my kids. So this has been a very fucking great day for me. Uh, who's yeah, trying to take her kids? Her ex. So she's oh. probably not even with her husband. Yeah, and um, look, and he probably seen this video and was like, "Bitch, no, I'm 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 following for custody of my kids right, goddamn now." Listen, 
her ex i'm i'm gonna go on a limb and say it her ex is black the little girl got real curly hair dog it wouldn't be surprising if it was like when i was looking at that little girl i was like "Mm, she does have a lot of pent-up rage against black people Mm." oh man he gonna win the custody now um now see this is also a problem with radio this nigga ain't have no questions prepared nope no questions i do better interviews than this. i could have done a better interview than this it's terrible um now let's see questions questions uh, um, you are here for an interview right you uh oh, shit now you got two feet right okay now can you say a little something about that can you talk about ah! Uh, what about your, uh, you got kids, uh, he what, to, what he, kind of things did you buy the kids? Did you start hitting them buttons and make them noises? Yeah. Uh, did you, now did you happen to catch, uh, what song was playing? It was Nas halftime. Did you, uh, you know, we got a prize, you know, for the eighth caller, but since you already on the line, you know, if you can guess it, we'll give you the prize. Yeah. Would you, uh, like to make a, a request, a music request or something to get us to the break? <laughs> this is terrible, man. You get the person on the show. They're obviously crazy as shit, and you barely have to set them up with anything. Come on. You could just be like, what color is the sky? She's going to say something racist. What are you doing? Why are you running out of ammo already? Yes, you should have had tons of questions. I watched the video two times, and I got ten ten better questions than this shit. Yes, I do. Yeah, what brand coffee was uh, you drinking there? uh, Do you take it black? Probably not. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Obviously not. My bad, my bad. Probably mostly milk, am I yeah, right? You like that French vanilla? That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah, you like French vanilla and then tons of cream and, and milk, right? Yes. This has been a very fucking great day for me. Like, why not ask her why is the ex trying to take her kids? Yes. She just said that. People interview oh, and they don't listen. Um... Well, just once again, uh, you know, you, you, you have, you have a, a captive audience. Um, we're going to put this on the post so that it'll balance things out with your rendition of what took place. So, you know, just go ahead and uh, say. I'm what really I'm, not a racist. I was just pissed off. Your rendition of what took place. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he, he really ran out of questions, man. This is kind of sad. Now he's just repeating. Or like, can you just say you're not oh. a racist again? Maybe that'll jog my memory. That's why it's W Black. Yeah, <sighs> the whole old, the whole black station. He's like, we just got you, we just got you on here uh, to say, uh, are you the racist lady again? I can't remember what we, what was he talking about? I just walked in the room and he just told me a white lady was on my line. Yeah. <laughs> just say whatever you want to say to people in terms of what happened and. In terms of what happened and in terms of who you are and what you want people to know about you. Go ahead. Couldn't ask about the stripping or something? This is terrible. Anything. This is terrible. He was unprepared. Who is this person? I, now I want to find them and call them a fucking nigger. Ah! What rail station was know? this? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just not a racist. If he didn't try and almost hit my kid, none of this would have even happened. So the racism just came out of nowhere. <laughs> the well, you know how that old racism, it just snuck up out of nowhere. You, she so just, she no, got possessed by the racism spirit. Apparently so. And so not at any time she could have just walked into the store and he probably would have drove the fuck off. 
Mm-hmm. But you stood out there, and now you you're blaming your actions on him, basically. And you had your husband like he could be asking about why did you have your husband go threaten to kill him, fight him? What, what did your husband say when he was on the phone? So many questions he isn't even asking. I'm mm-hmm. so mad. And then you call me a crackheaded cracker. Well, let, let me ask you a question. If 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 the guy were standing right here with me right now, what would you want to say to him? Honestly, for ruining my life right now, for he ruined her life. How did he ruin your life? Your- you know, that's one thing about this internet age, though. You can ruin somebody's life uh, by posting this shit online. You really can. But nobody going to have sympathy for you when you're just in the fucking room. Like That's Donald Sterling can make the same argument. You ruined my life. That was a interaction that, you know, did not need to be displayed for the world. It wasn't me at my best. Nobody gives a fuck. You were, you look bad. You got to go. The the end. Mm, yeah. That's, that's sad, but true. Yeah. You fucked up. Got caught. Me about to lose all my kids. You want to know my answer? <laughs> It's not a very wise one. Well, I, I don't mean I don't mean uh, with respect to him posting it on YouTube. I, he has I guess, no business posting anything, especially of my children, on the fucking internet. Well, what I'm asking you is, what would you say to him in terms of you, you know, calling him a nasty nigger? Oh, what? Am I supposed to apologize? I, you're not supposed to do anything. I'm just giving you the opportunity to say whatever you would say to him. If oh he yeah, would, I'll apologize for him almost hitting my kid and me losing my temper. Mm. So she wouldn't right. like even given while she says she's not racist and she's given an opportunity to kind of make that it right. One time is she apologetic yeah. for calling this dude a nigger but yet she doesn't want the backlash that happens for her being videotaped they calling this dude a nigger. Yeah, people want to be racist and don't be judged. People want to be yes. all... Yes. That's the thing. People want to be all this shit and not be judged. You want to be homophobic and not be judged. You want to be misogynistic and not be judged. You know, and my thing has always been, I'm not a perfect person. I would mm-hmm. say and do fucked up things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to stand behind that, and I'm willing to be judged for it. It's nothing I can do about it. Like, and one thing about when you're actually on, you know, on your face where you're just like... Yeah, I was mad and I called you a name that was derogatory and whatever the fuck else, misogynistic, sexist, uh, homophobic, a lot of shit. Um, I don't apologize. I'm not taking it back and I know it was wrong. And it's like, well, you, don't you know that that's misogynistic? Yep. Like she could have said that and it really wouldn't have been shit anybody could say to her. Like, Mm-mm. but when you go, I'm not, well, I'm not, I mean, that wasn't misogynistic. That wasn't racist what I said. I, I don't even, I mean, that's just a word that people use. Like, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. You you meant it as an insult. Like, mm-hmm. now you were mad, and some people can probably relate to the, just the fact that you were mad because people say hurtful things all the time when they're mad. Yes, they do. And, you know, you might regret it later, but, yeah, th- yeah, you guys, you were mad. Don't try to act like, oh, no, the racism came out of nowhere. No, you were racist and you were mad, and you allowed your racism to come out for that moment. Well, is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, we'll take a bath in a minute. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm I'm gonna post this uh, on on the uh, website so that people will know that there's another side to the story. Okay. Well, nobody cares, but thank you. 
All right. Well, take. I read all the comments. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, your your side of the story hasn't been told, so there's like I said, there's two sides to every story, and and you've just told yours. All righty. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. That's he know they ain't about to. Her side of the story is just bullshit though. Mm-hmm. Everybody that see the video is like, I don't see a car moving. How the fuck did your kid almost get hit? You know, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. At least she realized that part at the end. She was like, This ain't gonna work. I don't know what I was hey, thinking. Nobody I'm, cares. I'm too stupid to do this. And then not only that, bitch, you lie. You don't have a lawyer because anybody with any cut common sense would told you don't answer phones don't do interviews if they call you tell them to call me mm-hmm. if you really had a lawyer if you were really going to go through a lawsuit you're just talking that you're going to scare somebody and i really think that at the at the moment she was yeah i put it on youtube like it was funny game so he really put that shit on youtube right. and people started posting and coming at her and then it was like oh shit i did not expect this now yeah now he's gonna put his video on youtube and get some hits off of her i don't have anything because i wasn't recording i was too busy running my mouth and calling him a nigger no 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 now this person who did this interview is gonna go put his interview on youtube and get hits off of her saying she's not a racist true like you know she's all fucked up in the game man she's out of her league and continuing to fuck up Mm-hmm. You know, she should have went on Rush Limbaugh show or something. Oh, he would have loved to have one. Although this is the exact kind of racism that Republicans don't fuck with. Yeah, that. If that, she would have been saying stuff like "You're a thug," she would be a fucking Republican hero. But when you can't play the game, they have no tolerance for that shit. Oh, you said nigger. Whoa, we don't get to say that. No, you can you can use other code words, but you can't you can't yeah. flat out call them niggers now. You gotta say you're the real racist here, and you're just mm-hmm. a thug. Yep. You know, but uh, yeah, that's um, that's the problem, man. You know, she should have known when he got off the air because it's probably like, and now let's take you out live to the traffic. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. don't touch that down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You're now jamming on the one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> all right, we got more news, but that racist lady's famous now. Speaking of famous people, Chris Humphreys, mm-hmm. ex-husband of Kim Kardashian, I think. Yep. Uh, he has scored a huge legal victory in a lawsuit filed against him by one night stand fling Kayla Goldberg. Uh, it's, uh, Judges of RadarOnline.com has learned, as a judge in the case recently ruled, the NBA star doesn't have to undergo further blood tests for other sexually transmitted diseases because the lawsuit is about having herpes. Oh. According to the written ruling issued by Judge Gregory Kiosian, Kayla Goldberg's motion for physical examination of Chris Humphreys is denied. Kayla Goldberg has not demonstrated either that the test results are directly relevant to a material issue raising this case or compelling need to justify intrusion of Chris Humphrey's privacy rights. So he won't have to get uh, any more further STD tests. Despite having submitted blood tests proving Humphreys didn't have genital herpes or HIV, Goldberg wanted him tested for herpes simplex type 1, which causes cold sores on or around the mouth. Goldberg admitted during the deposition that she didn't have the genital strain of the disease, but tested positive for herpes simplex part type one. 
The cold sore strain of the disease is extremely common and estimated 70% of Americans have it. So I don't know what she was thinking was going to happen. Yeah, most everybody got it. How are you going to accuse him of giving it to you? Yeah, a lot of people have common colds, and if their colds get bad enough, they'll break out around their mouths and lips, and it looks like you have it. Yeah, it sounded like she wanted uh, the uh, sound like she wanted to test for the regular herpes, and then when that didn't work, she was like, uh, what about pipe one? That's like, bitch, 70% of Americans got it. No. The judge also added to the ruling, Kayla Goldberg has not demonstrated either direct relevance or compelling need to justify the intrusion into Chris Humphrey's privacy rights. That's right. Among other claims, Kayla Goldberg alleges a claim for sexual battery, which requires proof of Chris Humphrey's intent to cause a harmful or offensive contact. A positive blood test for the antibody taken in 2014 would not lead to a fair resolution of Kayla Goldberg's claims, he continued, as it is not pro, uh, so she was going to try to say, he gave me herpes on purpose or he knew he had it and didn't care and gave me herpes. And she's like, you can't prove, prove that. that. So what are we talking about? That's a true statement. You can't. Yeah. And even if he presently would have tested for it, it, it wouldn't mean that he had it in 2010. Come on now. That's four years ago. Man, this man, I'm telling you, dog, these, uh, people envy these athletes and them getting to have sex with all these women and shit. This seems like a fucking landmine field to me, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, you have a one-night stand, and then somebody's like, I'm suing you for herpes. I didn't know you could sue for herpes until this moment. Me either. You know what I mean? Like, hey, uh, i like to sue you for uh, yeast infection. What? Is that possible? I know, right? I will see you in court. <laughs> I got a urinary tract infection, and uh you how, gave it to me. How many women right now listening like, motherfucker, all the money I missed out on. Ain't that the truth. You know what I mean? How many men could y'all have slapped with a suit? What is this, a paternity suit? No. It's a UTI suit. <laughs> you going to pay for all my cranberry juice? Yes, you are. All the medications. Right. Uh, apparently, Casper Smart... J-Lo's uh, boyfriend, apparently, I guess that's his name. Never heard of him before until just now. Me either. Uh, he uh, was sending sex messages to a transgender model named Sophie Visa. And the last one was completely nude. And uh, uh, it looks like uh, he's in for a rocky relationship with Jennifer, with J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Sophie Visa, the transgender model, allegedly sent steamy pictures via Instagram to Smart, finally has spoken out about the situation. I sent him like five or six pictures, Visa told uh, woman, woman to, Today's Woman. There were a couple of semi-explicit ones, and then the last one I was completely nude, and he liked the post. The 23-year-old model from Los Angeles said, there was no way Smart didn't know that she was a transgender because she makes it very clear on her Instagram profile. So he into that. That's his thing. I do hashtags on Instagram to get a lot of followers. I put hashtag TS, hashtag female, or transgendered on them. She said in an interview, I remember I put those hashtags on one of my photos and I went back to look at my phone. I got a request from Casper. After Smart reportedly liked a lot of her photos, and the two began chatting, and eventually J-Lo's 27-year-old boyfriend allegedly started privately requesting sexier shots from Visa. 27? She like, she cuckoo. She like him young. J-Lo older than us, ain't she? Yeah, well, you know what else, too, man. A lot of these, um, 
you know sometimes these older ladies man in the, in the game they end up getting with these dudes that are like gay and shit and you know not really interested in them but it's a uh, you know it's almost like being a beard for tom cruise or something like that you know and <laughs> Shelly, sherry shepherd apparently just gets a man it's like didn't that dude uh you know, uh, doesn't that dude seem a little yeah. gay to you? Nope. Yeah, you you don't have nothing that, mm-hmm. that signifies that, you know, that's something, you know, that he may be gay, a possibility. Yeah, when you was writing Stella got your, got a groove back, you didn't feel like something might be up? True. Um, I just have a photo shoot and posted pictures in a blue bikini. Uh, and Casper replied, I like your water pics, LOL. I was like, which one? How are you? And she he wrote second one with the blue top. Even though Smart reportedly enjoyed the steamy pictures, he didn't actually like them on Instagram. So Visa asked why Smart reportedly replied, because a lot of people monitor what I like, and I think telling you is better, don't you? Casper later reportedly asked the model, I want to see what you, I want to see more, what you got. What do you want to see? She said, my smile. He said, ha sure, that's the best attribute on a person. By the way, the internet's forever. How are people still doing shit like this when they're in relationships? Ah! Anyone could just be like, uh, yeah, you asked to see my titties. I like smiles, eyes, and nice asses. And he put, uh, that's what she put. And then he put, me too. I got all of those. Um, wait, I like smiles, nice, and asses. And he put, me too. Oh, I got all those. All right. The back and forth banner reportedly ended at the Vanessa sent smart a completely nude photo casper then allegedly deleted the pictures and the conversation the pair had with each other oh my i'm assuming the dick wasn't big enough that's my guess and so he's like oh i was hoping for a bigger dick i'm i'm sorry oh, this really was a waste of my time i'm uh, my bad oh j-lo's gonna kill me um i like that he likes a whole lot of ass though because um you know j-lo ain't got hers no more no, wait, bye-bye. And it's sad what you miss when you let the ass go. Um, really sad. So, um, apparently a guy went to a, uh, Broadway play and, um, <clears throat> he, uh, got a little drunk. So he started talking shit to the performers at Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I'm going to talk a little shit. Persistent heckling from an audience member during the performance of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof led to a shutdown of the production's remaining Santa Clarita Valley, Valley Run. Oh, did he make, did he he must have made the cats hot on the tin roof. And they was like, you know what, fuck you. I'm hot. He, we had a heckler. He was drunk, said Anton Troy, who played the part of Brick Pollitt. Are we playing against the race? No. Apartment. White, cause I, cause uh, if I spend money on some tickets to see a play, I'm not, I'm not messing with them. I might talk out loud like me and Leonard brother did. Shout out to him, but I'm not going to harass the people. A part made famous by Paul Newman in the Oscar-winning screenwriter. He heckled me all through the first act. He booed me every time I spoke. <gasps> Troy said in a phone interview Monday, the heckler's comments during Saturday night's performance at the repertory repertory east playhouse including included homosexual slurs troy said and it seems like a last last uh edition of the last issue of saga do that do you not know this is not a movie the person's actually there they can see you but you don't give a fuck because you're drunk right pulling that leonard brothers and when the heckler used an inflammatory slur 
on the character of Big Daddy, played by actor John Lacey. John couldn't handle it anymore. He broke character. He said, what did you say? And no. That, and at that point, the guy heckler stands up and says, what are you going to do about it? A friend of the cast seated in the audience grabbed him, bouncer style, and threw him out of the theater. I physically did what everybody else wanted done, said Tim Sullivan, who ejected the patron. It's nice to see that Tennessee Williams is still causing sparks. It was grade A, restaurant quality, bad assery, Lacey said on his Facebook page of the ejection. Sheriff's deputies responded to the scene. Deputy Josh Dubin said, uh, but said, but the heckler and his companion were gone and they were, there was nothing to be done. Troy says, Ovington Michael Olsten, executive director of the rep, fired Lacey for, I guess, for breaking character or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. That convinced, that convinced him to quit as a show of solidarity. So, every, so other people quit. And some of the other actors did the same. Yeah, man, because honestly, they didn't, they're not signing up to be subjected to that type of behavior. And if you as a theater venue don't have people that can bounce people and get them out of there, like I got to break, break, <clears throat> break character to get this motherfucker to stop harassing yeah. me. I'm doing my goddamn job. It should never have gotten to that. No, and you know, I'm glad they did because they was like, you know what, fuck you. In fact, you don't have a goddamn play now since you won't do your job, which is probably pay somebody uh, $25, the whole show, however, or, or, or just get them a, 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 a flashlight or some shit to intimidate people. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> it says, uh, Troy says, uh, um, oh, yeah, so the rest of them quit. I'm not going to support that kind of homophobic behavior, and I'm going to support my friend who was fired, Troy said. Austin declined to comment, referring to a statement on the theater's website, which states, an incident during the May 31st performance has resulted in cast members leaving the show with no time to adequately request their parts. We are extremely sorry that our patrons experienced the disruptions and will do our best to make it up to those holding reservations for canceled performances. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof was scheduled to run through June 14th. And my thing is this. It's similar to how people treat waitresses. Because it's one of those things where this person paid their money for a ticket, so they feel like they come in and cut it ass, and they feel like you're just supposed to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NRA had called the um, those open carry protesters that go to Chipotle, Chili's, and Sonic with the guns out. Why? Because this called them, is our country. Mm-hmm. Well, they had called them weird and scary. So, of course, they had to take that back. more gun drama in Texas. New video has surfaced showing pro-gun activists in Texas hanging out in the street with their semi-automatic rifles, harassing a veteran on Memorial Day. The NRA called their actions downright weird and said that the activists crossed the line, adding in a statement, quote, using guns merely to draw attention to yourself in public not only defies common sense, it shows a lack of consideration and manners. Yes. The NRA's letter didn't sit well with Open Carry Texas. They called the statement disgusting and disrespectful and said that they would withdraw their support of the association if they didn't make a retraction. So guess what? Now the NRA is backtracking. Here's NRA, here's NRA's uh, Chris Cox making an apology on Cam and Company, an NRA radio show. An alert went out that referred to this 
uh, type of behavior is weird uh, or somehow not normal. And that was a mistake. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, I've had a discussion with the staffer who wrote that piece and expressed his personal opinion. And our job is not to criticize the lawful behavior of fellow gun owners. Our job is to effectuate policy changes that expands and protects our members' right of self-defense. So this is a this is a distraction. Certainly the media has had a field day with it, but ultimately what we're focused on is not only protecting the right of self-defense, but expanding it through open carry, through concealed carry, or any other lawful way. Paige, I'm just shaking my head. I don't even I don't even know where to begin, right? Some people went even too far for Well, I don't really care about their opinions, but um yeah. Yeah, this, the NRA doesn't even really have teeth, like, because anything about guns, they're going to always come down on the side of it's never too far. You know, there's nothing you can do with a gun that is too much for the NRA. But the sad part is that person was right. It is weird and it is scary. Like, it's, if it was up to them, everybody would have a gun. They never apologize for a school shooting. No. They never apologize for not doing, you know, like for fighting against doing background checks or mm-hmm. fighting against uh, mental health screenings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But they'll apologize for saying it's weird to harass a veteran as an open carry person. Yes. And the biggest reason why is because they don't want to lose money and support. Crazy, man. It's fucked up. Um so I, I didn't really want to talk about it too much at the time because um i you don't know with with uh this situation what's a publicity stunt what's real what's not that's it's true not the most credible people involved but apparently they have charged a man in a hate crime uh with a hate crime against v stiviano now i wasn't i also didn't make any jokes about it. i really didn't have Mm-mm. anything to say me either Someone told me on uh, Facebook that there were radio shows that were making jokes about the fact that she got beat up by these men and shit. And I was like, I don't think that's funny. Yeah. What? What the fuck? Like, that's on the radio. You can do that. Like, what's so funny about it? Nothing to be. But uh, apparently, you know, she said people, two men ran up on her, uh, were punching her and calling her N word and all these racial slurs or whatever. Well, they arrested a guy named Dominic Diorio. 40 years old of uh, old Beth page. Allegedly he accosted the woman who brought the LA Clippers on the down as she walked past the Gaines of Ort hotel Sunday. The Oreo and a pal apparently recognized Diviano who is of black and Latino descent from her involvement in the NBA race scandal in which Sterling was forced to sell his basketball team at the Stiviano recorded him making racist statements. Now I'm on, I've, I'm on record. I've told people, Donald Sterling is America to a certain extent and mm-hmm. how we feel about power, money, race, influence, yes. uh, players and athletes. Like a lot of people identify with him yes, out of, out of some misplaced loyalty to some ideals that really don't have shit to do with them. That's right. Dorio allegedly punched her in the face as he shouted racial slurs. Pictures of her in- injuries were posted online by the mail online. By the way, um, TMZ was, had an article that was so irresponsible. They were like, she's faking her injuries basically by like, look at this picture of the injuries. Now look at this picture. Don't they look different? The suspect was then injured when some passersby pummeled him. Uh, so shout out to the good citizens of New York. 
Uh, cops found him sprawled out on the ground, drunk and bleeding, and took him to the hospital. Oh, shit. At the time, they didn't know that he had allegedly struck Stiviano. But after she filed a complaint Monday, cops put Diorio in a lineup on Tuesday, and the California woman ID'd him. Stiviano said nothing about nothing after leaving Six Precinct in Greenwich Village. Diorio was hit with a felony charge of assault as a hate crime and charge of harassment. The middle-aged suspect lives with his parents. His parents. Forty years old lives with his parents. Yeah, man. You you think it's okay to go out there and beat women up, huh? That's one of the things, like, this is why you don't catch me ever getting mad or arguing with uh feminists who say they get harassed and shit like that, because mm-hmm. those are people. Yes, they are. You know what I mean? Now, I, I sometimes I think it can be a distraction tactic where it's like, well, I'm not going to address anybody that's talking to me reasonably. I'm only going to talk about the people that are going crazy at me. And so I leave people alone because, like, if that's what you want to address, then this isn't a discussion that I need to contribute to anyway because I'm more of a reasonable discourse person. Yes. But all those trolls that people talk about, they're real people. Yes, they are. And they might be 40-year-old losers who go beat up defenseless black women. They and, live in their mama's basement. Yeah, but but they're still people. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, when someone says, you know, it's dangerous or whatever out here for people, it, it is dangerous. It is. Uh, while I'm not going to tell my wife about this, that'll just upset her. I don't know what to do. The man's dad told the post. Well, she'll hear about it sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes should down be charged. To, she goes down to the uh, butcher. Somebody's going <laughs> to bring it up. I'm, I feel like it'll be the, the small talk of the neighborhood. Um, Let's do it out to our games, Cam. Let's get into our games. Let's do it. Uh, of course, our first game is, of course, fucking with black people. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right. It's the game that I hate to play. You guys love to hear. It's fucking with black people. Where we grade uh, different races shit from zero to 100. Uh, it was a 25 and uh, scored for fucking with black people. Today's contestants, Justin Bieber. He on the street. That's the third down the road. And a cotton gin, uh, boss. Ah, got the cotton gin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um. Oh wait, and the black church. I forgot about this. Let's start with the black church. Uh, Donald Sterling attended uh South LA church service. A black church. Not a black church. Amy's eye. A rare and surprising public appearance by Donald Sterling visiting a Baptist church in South L.A. Sterling's racist remarks brought on a lifetime ban by the NBA and have likely cost him his Clippers franchise. Eyewitness News reporter Leanne Suter joins us live. She spoke with church members tonight. Leanne. Giovanna, shock and anger for many at the sight of Donald Sterling in their South L.A. church. But the pastor who personally invited Sterling to attend the church says it's all about forgiveness. Stand up, Brother Sterling. We're going to give you a round of applause. A Sunday surprise for the congregation at praises of Zion Baptist Church in South L.A. As Don- you just know they're getting an the extra wing on the church. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this must be Leon Leroy Jenkins' church. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I vouch for this man. 
Donald Sterling turns out for the morning service. For many, the sight of the man at the center of that racist rant caught on tape came By as a way, shock. Donald, it was negative. I'm not going to lie. It was negative. Donald and, Donald and his boys are the only white people in the audience. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going to forgive him because that's how I am. I'm a Christian. I'm going to forgive. And, you know, he's coming to the church. It's hospital. That's where he would get better. So he's coming for help. Sterling, who sat in the front row, was offered a war. I'm going to forgive him because uh, we didn't have no air conditioning, and now we do. Hey, that's true. So, we can put these Martin Luther King fans down. Right. So I forgive him. Warm welcome from Pastor J.B. Hardwick, who invited him to attend his church. We love all of God's children, regardless of your race, creed, or color. Unlike Donald Sterling. (laughs) (laughs) And I want my friend to know we're praying for you. Sterling, who parishioners say stayed for the entire service, only answered a few questions, saying he appreciated the support he received. Beautiful. I love it. His appearance comes just days after filing a $1 billion lawsuit against the NBA as he fights to retain ownership of the Clippers. The pastor told the congregation the embattled billionaire deserves to be forgiven, something many took to heart. did have mixed emotions on it because of what the news said. But again, as I say in the way I was raised is once you're a child of God, you have to learn to forgive everybody. I thought- Damn, niggas want to go to heaven. Bad as shit. I don't know. I would have struggled with this. I would have been up in there like, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> whoo. I'll just, uh, I guess we got to, uh, for, yeah, yeah, woo. I don't know about this one, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to work on you. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, I, I mean, we really do need those kids to go get a new basketball court, but yeah, we, we really need to for the vacation Bible study. You know, it's mm-hmm. coming up in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But it was very interesting that he did come down and uh, hopefully he is very sorry for what he said. You know, I didn't particularly like what he said, but, you know, I know we all sometimes speak before we think. Sterling declined to comment on the pending lawsuit or on the pending sale of the Clippers to Steve Ballmer. Yeah, 100. Uh, fucking <laughs> 100 for these niggas. Of course they get 100. Everybody get 100. Yeah. You get 100. You get 100. You get 100, too. You know he's going to be The using- choir get 100. The ushers get 100. The deacon boy get 100. Mm-hmm. You know they're gonna be u- he's going to be using this in his next uh, interview to be like, I give to the church, okay? What has Magic Johnson done? He's probably giving them AIDS. Oh, no. I, I give the people at the church's money. He gave them dim AIDS. Mm-hmm. I give them the basketball courts. Uh, cause I, I'm going to be in the, I'm going to be in the market for new Negroes to field. And, ah. uh, apparently I'm about to make two billion off these old niggas. Um, he's <laughs> like, you can you can fuck them, you can go to church with them, but just don't bring them to my games. Mm-hmm. You want to impress me, Donald Sterling, buy them all tickets to the game. Ain't that the truth. And let them go with V. Stiviano. So, yeah, 100. Uh, Justin Bieber's back in the news. He on the One street. One less lonely nigga. <laughs> One less lonely nigga. One less lonely nigga. There's going to be one less nigga. If I kill you... I'll be part of the KKK. 
I have a question. Why all of a sudden these young videos of him just come popping up at the blue? Uh, I don't know. He was 14 at the time. Uh, we're told years ago, Justin told both Usher and Will Smith, Will Smith, about the video saying he knew almost immediately it was a stupid thing to do. Usher took him into a room and showed him historically racist videos to drive down how hurtful uh, those words would be, can be. Uh, so, um, I don't know, man. Just, uh, I still give it 25. He's young. Uh, stupid. Mm-hmm. 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, thought he was being funny, man. A lot of, you know, kids experimented those ages with the shit you're not supposed to be able to say. And he's a kid that has no restrictions on him and has been considered a star from day one. So, of course, he thought it was okay. Yes, um, he did. But I'm not that offended by it. It seems kind of typical. So, I'll give him, uh, I'm going to give him 25, guys, Bieber. But he's becoming a repeat offender, so. <laughs> no three days in a row. Fuck around, and the next video will be like from two days ago. <laughs> yes. So, um, last one a cotton gin in Memphis, Tennessee. It's having some issues with some racism. New at five, shocking allegations of racial discrimination at a Memphis cotton gin. Two men filed charges against the Atkinson Cotton Warehouse. They're accusing their former supervisor of calling them monkeys and saying the water fountain and microwave are for white people only. WREG Sabrina Hall is lost. Eli Whitney did not invent the cotton gin. Oh, actually, he did. Mm-hmm. Just for this, just yeah. for this, yeah. Never so mind. yeah, so yeah. Don't even protest. I apologize. I with the former employees who say they have proof of the abuse. Sabrina. Yeah, one of the employees says he was so sick of the abuse he decided to record some of it one day so people would actually believe that this was going on. The cotton industry's history reminds some of slavery. Antonio Harris. I was a forklift operator. And Mario Mangrove. He'll be like. Um, you need to think like a white man. Say their former supervisor at Atkinson Cotton Warehouse was stuck in the past. He could pull his clothes down in front of him, told him to kiss his white tail. And Antonio says after <laughs> months of racist comments and feeling powerless. Hey, black boy, get over there and get my cotton. He decided to use his phone as a weapon to fight back. He recorded his attempt to drink water from a fountain in the warehouse office. Hey. I need to put a sign here and say white people only. He recorded his attempt to use the microwave. I didn't use the microwave. No, nah, hell no. Why I can't use your microwave, man? No, you're not white. <laughs> For real? I can't use white man. man. That's a white man. We don't need that man. Larry been there 10, 20 years. And he's a black guy also. In the recording, the supervisor also talks wow. about the days where blacks and whites were kept separate. But it was put back in. No, nobody thought anything about it. Now, it's... it's about 30 seconds later in the recording, listen to this. Put your sign on water then, because I'm finna drink it. <laughs> what they do when they catch me drinking your water? Wait, that's when we hang you. I think about this every oh, day. Oh, shit. That's when we hang you. Woo, he taking it back. So when people talking about they want their country back and they want it back, they want to take it back. This is what they're talking about, y'all. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Uh, I guarantee if we pull these two dudes aside, they'd be like, 
Uh, yeah, you're now on with WBLK, and uh, we just asked a question. We want to get your side of the story. Yes, what do you have Let to you say, sir? Let you get it out there. Uh, want to see what you feel about the incident because, you know, we only have one side of the story on the video. Yes. It, it, By the it, way, how can you have one side of the story on a video that is not edited? It, but okay, we only have one side of the story <laughs> uh, as soon as we get back from uh, checking the weather. Yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be WBLK from the Cotton Gin Factory. Mm-hmm. Cause they gon' own it. As soon as we get back from, let's check the weather real quick. It's raining, man. <laughs> it's brainstorming. Yes. Uh, you listen to the choir storm with Michael Breed Love and uh. Yes, I give you the red <laughs> light special all through the night. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's looking like it's gonna come down pretty good. I uh, was expecting a fifty-seven percent, fifty percent chance of rain uh in the next hour. So we'll be right back to you, mm-hmm. uh, Tyrone. All right, so uh, listen, uh, go ahead and give your side story <laughs> so the people can see what's coming on uh, to you and going down for you. Uh, I just think, uh, first of all, I'm not racist. I'm not a racist. At all. Mm-mm. I just think black people. I just think we should be separate but equal. I just think black people are inferior <laughs> to white people. And black people shouldn't have access to things like water or microwaves. Mm-hmm. And I have a black cousin. So I don't see how I'm racist at all. I got black neighbors. What are we talking yeah. about? I, ha- I own several black slaves. So ah, and they, you can they ask do my yard work. What are we talking about yeah, here? You can ask them. They'll tell you not a racist bone in my body. Mm-mm. I only refer to whites only. I say that to everybody. I say whites only to the Asians, the Native Americans. I don't discriminate. Uh, our Mexican friends. I'm equal opportunity. Yeah. I say whites only equally down the line. Both genders. Yes. So I don't get Even why. Even the kids, I only leave them out. Yeah, I don't get why this is a problem. Every day of my life. Antonio and Mario filed a discrimination charge with the EEOC, which is now mediating with the cotton gin's owner about a possible settlement. Antonio says it's not about the cotton industry. I worked for a cotton company for 12 years, and they never did nothing like that to me. He says it's about a man. He wasn't just an employee. He was the supervisor, the head supervisor. Who left lasting and painful memories with two workers just trying to support their families. Now, the owner of the cotton gin says he has no comment, but he does say the management at that warehouse is provided by another company. We tried to contact that outsourcing company. They did not call us back, but we did talk to an employee today that works at the warehouse, and he says that supervisor still works there, but is on vacation today. Reporting live, Sabrina Hall, WRAG mm-hmm. News Channel 3. Paid vacation, proud. It was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you take a vacation, but I, you take a vacation right now. We'll make them suffer by Sitting in the Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll teach him. That'll oh, yeah. teach him a lesson. Decade 100. Yeah, I also like how it's like, we don't, we outsource the labor, so I feel, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we, we bring in, uh, we bring in hired help to do this. So, but can't, you, bl- but can't you, blame us. But you're still accountable though, cause, yeah. uh, you hired the company, so you're still accountable. Uh, yeah, 100. So, oh, yeah. Didn't think that would even be close. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a hundred. That's old school racism. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even make up his mind if he was going to do segregation or slavery era. He just mwah! did them both. Yeah, you get a you get a mwah, just like that lady. Once you tell a black man you gonna hang him, I mean, you don't get no better than that. If they wouldn't have recorded this privately with their phones. Shout out to V. Stiviano. Nobody would ever know, yep. and they wouldn't have had a lawsuit. Exactly. Time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest the race time. 
But now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. Woo-hoo! Chat room's race. <clears throat> A teenage girl has been charged with 10 felonies and is facing life behind bars. Oh, my. After a wild shooting spree with her boyfriend that killed one sheriff and wounded another. So she must have shot the sheriff, but just wounded the deputy. I shot the sheriff, but I wounded the deputy. Mm-hmm. It's a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde situation with a teenage girl being charged with murdering a police officer after she went on a shooting spree with her boyfriend. Seventeen love is so good, you know. You never be in love like that again. Seventeen-year-old oh. Megan Grunwald appeared in, scary. in Utah court on Monday to face. 10 felonies and two misdemeanor charges, including aggravated murder for the death of Utah County Sheriff Sergeant Corey Rod and attempted aggravated murder for wounding the Utah County Sheriff's deputy, Greg Sherwood. Shit, I was right. Wow. She shot the sheriff and wounded the deputy. Mm-hmm. Her attorney claims she was scared to death and manipulated by her boyfriend since she's been charged as an adult and is a minor in an adult world. Let me tell you something. This is the only time when all the ladies go right back to patriarchy. Oh, it matters now, huh? Sentencing. Hold up now. I know we was going to be talking about this trial and shit. Um, I'm not an equal. Oh, I'm less than now, yeah. huh? When they was out there killing people, she was, I'm every woman. It's all <laughs> in me. Then right, shoot yeah. a gun. The trial comes down. This is, oh, no. I was abused. However, prosecutors claim that she was an integral part of the murder streak that began when the sheriff made a routine stop to check on a car pulled over on the side of the road and ended up with one dead police officer and one wounded and a dead alleged shooter. Officer Rod reportedly stopped to check on a Toyota Tundra pulled over on the side of the Utah road where Grandma was sitting in the driver's seat. When she took, when he took her license back to the patrol car to verify information, the man in the passenger seat allegedly opened the back side and window of the truck and opened fire. According to Utah County's, uh, investigator, Sergeant Scott Finch's testimony from the April preliminary hearing, seven gunshots were fired toward the police car and two struck ride. That is when the pickup tore away and prosecutors claimed there was a high speed t- chase that led, t- that led to two counties. As Deputy Greg Sherwood caught up with the truck, Grunwald's boyfriend, Jose Angel Garcia Jaringui, Jarigui, okay, allegedly fired into his car, hitting Sherwood, but not fatally injuring him. The pair continued to flee, and, appa- and eventually the car was disabled after driving over police strike track. But the suspects carjacked another car at gunpoint. They drove away again, but that car, too, was disabled by tire spikes. There was an exchange of gunfire. Garcia Jarigui was wounded. He passed away in the hospital the next day. Evidence previously presented showed that Grunwald tested positive for methamphetamine in her blood after the shooting spree. Garcia Garigui, okay, was paroled in December 2012 from the Utah State Prison after serving five years of a one to 15 year sentence in 2008 conviction for attempted murder and aggravated assault. Man, I guess she liked the thug. Mm-hmm. She must not have opened no doors for her. 
It's not. Since Grunwald is a minor, he is not eligible. She is not eligible for the death penalty and is being held on a million dollar cash only bail. But the security of the crime, the severity of the crimes warranted the extensive charges. We understand she's a young girl, but the young couple, young people can still commit horrific crimes. Guess the race of Mrs. Uh, what was first name? Megan Grunwald. Let's check the chat room. <clears throat> Attends the Church of Latter-day Saints White, America's most precious resource. He died. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one whose, whose cop shooting activity was blessed by the NRA. Aww. As, uh, pure white as the powder snorted by her wet back boyfriend. Bonnie and Clyde in Utah white. <laughs> oh, my dad's here. Okay. Cool. Um, white to the max, says my dad. Uh, start them white lady tears real soon. Got teeth that are the color of those folks they don't like, but is Pennsylvania and Linthead. Linthead. The correct answer is white. <laughs> that is a white lady. Um, let's go to the next round. I mean, the next one. <clears throat> Apparently, some, uh, thieves stole some cars and they got a very, uh, Unusual uh, punishment. See if we can play this for everybody. Well, it made national headlines when it was stolen. You see it right here, that Flintstone car from a local comic book shop. Eventually, it made its way back home to the world's best comics and toys, and those responsible have finally paid the price. Rena Nakano live with more on this story tonight. And Rena, this was a punishment for all to see. That's right, Tia. It was an unusual punishment, but they are still paying the price as we speak, actually. Since 10 a.m., the three teens who stole that car have been outside working for the owner of that comic shop, and they'll be out there until 7 p.m. tonight. If there's one day to become a comic lover, it's on Free Comic Book Day. It started out kind of small, but it's grown every year, and now, now it's a huge event. It's one of the best days all year long. Lines were out the door with readers of all ages, arms full of free comics. But perhaps the biggest attraction of the day, the store's trademark, Flintmobile. I'm thrilled to have it back, of course. I really missed it when it was gone. The replica was stolen back in December. Then deputies recovered it and found the young thieves in January. But their punishment was a little unusual. I spoke with a deputy from the sheriff's department, and we kind of came up with this as, as a good alternative. Meet Fred, Barney, and Wilma. These teenagers got a lucky break. Instead of being charged with theft, they were asked to fess up, dress up, and dance. They had agreed in lieu of sentencing to work for me one day. Remember, this is the owner who offered Cactus Cooler as the reward for finding the Flintmobile. So a lighthearted punishment like this is perfectly fitting. Yeah, let's go. No jail time for the kids and nine hours of free advertising for the store on their busiest day of the year. A win-win. It was seen as... Uh, maybe just sort of a, a prank gone bad. And boy, did they jump at the opportunity to yabba-dabba-do it. I'm glad that we can, instead of having like a normal punishment, we can give back to them instead. And don't even think about taking it again. This bad boy is chained up here for life. This is its permanent parking space right here. So the Flintmobile saga finally came to an end. The boys said they learned their lesson and told me they won't ever steal again. Tia. I'm sure that they won't. How embarrassing. All right, guys. Thank you so much. For- 
guess the race of the thieves in uh that stole the the flintstone uh replica car from in front of the comic book shop yeah but ever do let's check the chat room see what they think it is um uh i give a pencil to work real quick is it working yeah yeah okay um light-hearted punishment equals white says jump off 178 uh there were no black people in bedrock or at this comic book store so i'll say white (laughs) (laughs) yeah they didn't have no black people i think the animals were black i think i think all the animals was black because their attitudes would be like she like scrubbed something with like a porcupine they'd be like ah my back hurt it's a living um the innocent youth of white america teens getting to work for one day instead of jail precious white boys indulging in youthful hijinks wonder bread white white for 100 kissed dino in the mouth white stone age caucus mountains living in the cage white boys that's my dad archie and jughead (laughs) (laughs) only 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 breaks black folks only break black folks get with the police and courts are in the arms and legs these kids these kids are as white as their unbroken bones (laughs) That's Dr. Dostax. One whose story only has one side white. <laughs> only white folk could get punished for a crime via co- cosplay. Uh, white plus 100 fucking with black people points for good measure. Uh, the correct answer it is, is white. Chat room on the roll, ain't it? Yeah, no one missed that one. Let's go to the bonus round here. Um <laughs> Double the points, double and the race. race, double the points and the race. It's the bonus round. Everything's worth double the points, double the race. Hopefully nobody's getting nervous. Everyone's two for two so far. So here we go. Um, let's see if we can play this article. We're on a roll here with articles we can play. Uh, this happened in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, there was a teenager who was a little bit upset about um, the fact that his parents uh, punished him. They decided to take away his iPad. And uh, apparently he was not feeling that. Oh, shit. Uh, so he killed them. What? Mm-hmm. We, we went to, from one extreme to the other one, didn't we? Norfolk teenager accused is accused of killing his parents. And has pleaded guilty to two second degree murder counts. 16 year old Vincent T. Parker entered his plea Wednesday. He had been scheduled to stand trial as an adult in Norfolk Circuit Court this week. Parker's parents, 55 year old Wayne Parker and 57 year old Carol Parker, were stabbed in the family's home December 19, 2013. Now that's crazy because like they were both 50. And the kid was, how old was he? Uh, 16, and you said? So, like, they had him at, like, you know, or when they were 40. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you're supposed to be getting out of the kid game, you I'm know? I'm trying to tell you. You probably push him out the front door, push him yeah. into college. Now you're getting into the kid game. Now, you know, you probably don't have the energy to uh, whoop him right and shit. Now he just think he can run y'all. The Commonwealth's attorney says the following events happened the day of the murder. Parker admitted to leaving school early while his father was still at work. Vincent drove home where he lived with his parents. He went upstairs and pepper sprayed his mother when she came out the bathroom. He then stabbed her in the eye and beat her with a crowbar and a baseball bat. Shit. 
Mm-hmm. Vincent then attacked his father with a crowbar when he came home from work, and then he stabbed him multiple times. Vincent told police he had not argued with his mother. He said, I just remember getting mad. It's all for my dad, all this stuff, like my dad taking away my iPod and stuff. Overreact much? I mean, damn. My dad took our shit all the time. I still ain't never played a full game of, of any Sega Genesis game. Hey, probably never will. Yeah. Controllers, we gone every, like, you, I'll just, I used to put the controllers up sometimes. We didn't even do nothing wrong. <laughs> just so he wouldn't take them? Like, just take the controllers. I don't know what happened, but I'm sure I did something wrong. <laughs> oh, I eventually will. Yeah. Five bloody knives, a baseball bat, and a crowbar were recovered. Five? Bloody knives. He God. went through five knives? Five knives? Did he leave some of them in their bodies? Good He's grief. like, I'm going to stick you in the eye with this one, but I'm going to cut you with the other ones. I don't He's understand. Like, you know what? We've never used all the knives in the knife holder thing. What, what did he did that thing on Game of Thrones? What was that? Flambe him? Uh, flay. Flay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, flambe. Ha <laughs> ha! Vincent's DNA was also found on the items, and his father's DNA was found on the bloody shirt Vincent was wearing. Wayne Parker called 911 after the bloody attack. When emergency crews arrived, he told them about his wife, Carol, upstairs. She was pronounced dead at the scene. He was taken to the hospital where he later was pronounced dead. Uh, he's scheduled to be sentenced September 18th. Guess the race of Vincent T. Parker. Upset about his iPod, his I, or iPad getting taken. And stuff. Don't forget, and stuff. Because sometimes and stuff will do it. Uh, Mad Negro Syndrome, says my dad. Uh, White Benson. uh, A white Benson. (laughs) Uh, Norfolk Black. Black. Take the course from your Sega when you in trouble, Black. Black parents, uh, one, have kids at 14. Two, don't buy iPads. Wait, both parents were, were there. So white, says the KC Stork. Mad at his father sounds black enough, sounds black even though he's not absent. Red iPad, black. White, two parents. Fish belly cheese eater, surrender, monkey, white. White because he had good parents who were trying to instill some discipline. Elliot Roger, the correct answer. Oh, wait, white boy with, with the beginners of privilege. Um. This is uh, going to divide everybody, but the correct answer it is black. If you guess black, you get correct. A lot of you guys guess, guess, guess white, white, and you were wrong. I'll put a link to the article in the chat so you can see for yourself. There's no picture because it's just a video, but... uh you can click on the link um, and, and check it out. But, yeah, he's a black kid, man. Killed his parents uh, over some bullshit. All right, last story. Um, this is about a kid who died doing some stunts. Uh, let me refresh this page and uh, see if we can get it to play. All right, here we go. <clears throat> his name was Chance Warner. And he died playing the shopping cart game. I don't know if this is like the knockout game well, or what. This next story is the type that's just heartbreaking to share. After a young man dies on Alatuna Lake, just hours after graduating from Woodland High School. 
Jeremy Campbell has been following this story all morning long. And Jeremy, uh, this all started as a game among friends on a dock? It was a game after graduation, and that's what makes the story even sadder, the timing. Graduation weekend at Woodland High School, and, well, this morning, students are starting their summer with such a tragic loss. Police say that 18-year-old Chase Werner drowned while playing a game game with two other friends. Witnesses say they were tying a rope to a shopping cart and then pushing that shopping cart off the dock. Now the person inside the cart would swim out, but Warner tied the rope around his belt loops. He was dragged down underwater by the cart. Police were called just after midnight, but Warner just never resurfaced. Now this game, it has the intention of law enforcement as an example of something that can go horribly wrong. It's opened our eyes a little bit about uh, what may be going on in the marina. So we'll actually be going through those a little more frequently than we do. Today, police are investigating whether there will be criminal charges and whether alcohol was involved. In the newsroom, Jeremy Campbell, 11 Alive News. All right, Jeremy, thank you for that report. Uh, that's just Darwinism. Oh, so we guessing the race? Yeah, guess the race of um, Chance Warner. Uh, Guy who lost the shopping cart game. That's a dumbass game. The only one that lost. And you know what? Maybe I was, I don't know, I was just smarter than a lot of people. Uh, no, no, what? I knew I could die. So it's certain shit that I didn't do because I was like, that shit sound like you could die if it go terribly wrong. So well, most people don't do stuff like this. So. But, uh, yeah, the fact that he made it even more dangerous, by the way. Like, why don't we tie it to my belt loops? Let's make it even crazier. Um, so let's check out the guest of racism. <clears throat> he couldn't swim, so black, says Black Rob. Negroes can't read and can't swim. We have reached the seventh seal has broken if they aren't white. Uh, Chance Warner, black, white, white to the max. He took a chance. <laughs> that's, white to the back. That's what my dad said. Chance is uh his first name. Ironically, this Negro didn't have a chance. Ha! <laughs> Danger white. That's some whitey ish. Whiter than Tyrion's face after dude's popped head dude's head popped. Oh, rest in peace, freaky prince. They think about they think about charging m- murder? White. Ha! <laughs> I like <laughs> I like your reasoning, Terror Hawk. Uh, j- jumped off a boat and wasn't escaping the middle passage. Dumb white dude, bro. Black kid wouldn't test fate after graduating. White auditioning for Jackass reboot. White. The correct answer, answer is white. <laughs> and a lot of you guys, uh, guess it's black. black. Those last two stories really thin the herd there. I know, right? The shopping cart game seems like worse than the knockout game. Yeah, uh, do people underestimate how much a shopping cart weighs? That shit ain't light. Yeah, you lose a shopping cart game, you are fucked, my friend. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, I guess you have to put a quarter in like you do Aldi's. Yep. Well, we got to talk about um, sore ratchetness before we can leave for the week, guys. Um, of course, we had the blackout tips, uh, talk about this subject because it's very near and dear to our hearts. Many mm-hmm. people lose their lives and limbs to sore ratchetness every year and uh, a lot of it goes unreported. An East, per- uh, East Prairie man 
has been arrested and faces felony charges after deputies say the man assaulted his girlfriend and then used a ninja sword to resist arrest. Ah, ninja sword. Shout out to Lee Village. George E. Taylor Jr., 41, is charged with assault on ninja. Is charged with assault on a law enforcement officer by using a deadly weapon, a class B felony punishable upon conviction by up to 15 years in the Department of Corrections, domestic assault, second degree, a class C felony punishable up to seven years imprisonment, and resisting arrest, which is a class D felony punishable by up to four years imprisonment. His bond was set at $100,000 cash only. According to Sheriff Keith Moore, the investigation began last week when Deputy Mark Tregesser was dispatched to a domestic disturbance in rural Mississippi County. Upon his arrival, Deputy Tregesser noticed the front door was open and there was a visibly upset woman standing inside the home. As Deputy Tregesser approached the doorway, the victim said that George Taylor had assaulted her and then ran away. Deputy Tregesser and Deputy Mike Borders say they reached the area for the suspect, but a torrential downpour hampered their efforts. Minutes later, the deputies returned to the home to find Taylor and had also returned to further assault the victim. Damn, he returned to the scene of the crime for real. I'm coming back. Like, I'm not done whooping your ass. <laughs> just took a break. You didn't get the rest of this ass whooping. I had to get some Gatorade. When Deputy Tregesser found Taylor hiding in the back bedroom, he told Taylor he was under arrest in response. Taylor allegedly threatened the deputy's life and then used a double-edged ninja sword in an aggressive and threatening manner. Double-edged? That mean cut you on both sides? Yeah. At, at the time, Deputy Tregesser demanded Taylor drop the sword, but Taylor refused. With the sword in hand, Taylor allegedly stepped toward Deputy Tregesser, who then used the taser device on the suspect. During transit to the Mississippi County... Weapon County's, of the show. Yep. Official weapon of the show. During the transit to the Mississippi County Detention Center, Taylor repeatedly, I mean, reportedly told deputies he didn't realize they were cops. But later conceded that he remembered having previously been arrested by Deputy Tregesser. <laughs> I remember you. You arrested me not too long ago, didn't you? I like that defense, though. Where it's like two motherfuckers in police uniforms arresting you. You just go, oh, oh y'all was cops? Oh, man, I wouldn't try to kill y'all with no sword if I knew. Why you ain't say something? I thought it was funny when you said police freeze, put the weapon down. <laughs> you identified yourself with your badge number. Hold on. Mark? Is that you? Oh, damn, Mark. I remember you arrested me last week. Yeah. Domestic disturbances are among the most dangerous and unpredictable situations the law enforcement officer may encounter, says Sheriff Moore. Deputy Tregesser handled his call professionally and safely detained and armed and combat and combative combative aggressor without injury to either party. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh watch out, man. You know, your relationship with these sword on the people. You never know when they'll turn it on you, ladies. Gotta watch your back. You can't trust them. Uh we'll be back Saturday with the feedback show for premium people. Of course we'll be back on um uh on on Thursday. I mean wait, Friday with uh boss d sports and you guys will also get a special treat tomorrow my interview with uh porn star sarah J will be up okay. for premium people to uh check out um i think you guys will dig it so until uh friday or saturday i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.